for lying and keep doing numbers. I gave him the game, trust we live for the summer. Got doctors and artists and athletic speakers. Come learn from my come up, I'm better in peace. I'm in love with the grind. Yeah, the music playing? Oh, I was gonna say my play. Yeah, my play was over there vibing. Look, the biggest podcast where you can learn them lessons. Line for line where you can learn from different sections. Made it out the mud, come tell your story, blessings. Never know who listening, never know who's stressing. Devon gave you a voice, come speak your honest truth. Line for line, go ball for ball, it's up to you. Wanna talk sports, gov, and politics? Wanna talk about where you from and your accomplishments? The line for line is really where you need to be. A platform that's really made for folks like you and me. You can find it all no matter what you seek. Whether you calling or you listening, tune in every week. Alright, we are back on another episode of Line to Line. We got a good guy in the building. Kenosha native, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Former G League, Mr. Former Whitewater, former Bradford standout. Q, what's going on, my guy? Not, not much, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. You, uh, a warm welcome, and I, I kind of forget some of the accolades I have sometimes, so. Come on, man. Thanks, thanks, like thanks, thanks for uh, bringing it back up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Tell me a little bit about you. How you feeling, bro? Doing good, man. This is uh, my first time back home in probably a year and a half, and man, I mean, Seeing all the stuff that's happened since I've been gone, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it always feels good to be back home, you know, see family, see people, you know, genuine people like yourself. You know, yeah. It's always always good to show love. So, I'm here, man. Since what? Since you've been to Kenosha. I want to say September 2019. Oh, wow. So, yeah. COVID hit what? March 2020? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was here for my mom's birthday in September. Uh-huh. And after that, COVID came, kind of stopped all the plans, and mm-hmm. haven't been back since, man. Time flies. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it has. Yeah, yeah. What's life for, What's life like out there for you in Minnesota? Uh, it's cool, man. I've been uh, a realtor out there, so I've been selling some real estate. So it's uh, it's a crazy market right now. Just how competitive, you know, all the the pricing is for all the housing. So you know, we got a. Uh, a seller's market out there, it's a great time to sell. So yeah. really, real estate, that's, that's what I've been doing out there. Yes, sir. See your shirt says he's a shooter, huh? Yeah, I had to support my, my guy, Mario Self. He has a brand, uh, I'm a shooter, he's a shooter, she's a shooter. So he uh, he plugged me with some gear and he had, to, had to show some love. Yes, you know? sir. He's also yes, sir. a Wisconsin native, so. Yes, sir. So um, since today's segment is sports, just tell us a little bit about how you got into sports, you know? Man, just uh, really growing up, you know, I was a, a child, you know, we're all active as a, as a kid and, you know, you find that one, you know, niche that you think you'll be good at. And with me, you know, I was kind of the only child in the house, you know, the young one, and I had a, a basketball hoop on, on our garage. And, you know, I didn't have a brother or sister to play with at the yeah. crib. So it was either, you know, I'm on the PlayStation or I'm outside shooting around. And, you know, I just kind of fell in love with the game just by my own, you know, own self. Just being outside, working on crossovers and, yeah. you know, just shooting baskets, just trying to, you know, find those objectives to accomplish. Like, I want to see if I can make it from here, from this side, this angle, this type of shot. Yeah. I think all those, you know, hours of training as a kid, it just kind of instilled into me that, okay, basketball is what I want to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's what I like the most as far as sports. And you know, I kind of dibbled and dabbled with football as a kid, pretty much until high school. And then I just decided, you know, let's just stick with basketball. It's, yeah. it's really my passion. It was my love. So 
I stuck with it. And did you play football in middle school at home? I did. I actually remember playing you and I went to Bullet, you know, you had braces, right? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Because I knew like Bubba and all of them, and he was telling me, oh, you got to watch out for so-and-so, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, weird. Where about these cats? Man, it was fun, man. I kind of wish I would have, you know, stuck with it and uh, going through, you know, to high school just because I felt like my athleticism grew as I got older. Obviously, everyone's yeah. going to develop differently at a different time, but I felt like I could have been a really solid piece towards a defense, yeah. whether that had been safety or corner. I mean, I got a pretty significant jumping ability, so I feel like you weren't going to throw the ball to my side because yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump up <laughs> and get it. No matter, yeah. you know, receivers usually aren't that tall. and Like, I'm going against taller players in basketball that mm -hmm. can actually jump and, you know, go dunk some. But as far as football, you got maybe six three to six five receivers at best. Mm -hmm. And that's in, you know, college and pro in high school, you are seeing, you know, anywhere from five nine to six two, six three receivers. So mm -hmm. it's like, all right, I'm really not worried about the size, like my speed, you know, agility, vertical, my hands, hand eye coordination, I feel like all of that just kinda would be a stepping stone towards yeah. those, you know, attributes. Dude, you used to jump off the gym at Bradford, bro. Like, you used to have it lit. Yeah, you would, like, take the top off the building, bro. Seriously. I, I had a few uh, highlight plays, man. It, it was fun. Uh, I still got some young legs in me. Yeah. I don't know if I'm jumping like I was back then. Uh, but we, we still can dunk and everything. Yeah. We still feel good. We still got some, some young years left of our youth. But it's a... Uh, it's, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm kind of happy with the progression that I've taken. Yes, sir. So I do have a question that a bunch of people told me to ask you, bro. Yeah. Why did you cross that dude over like that in my trailer? You know, in my intro, you know what I'm saying? I, I had to put the perfect piece in that intro. You know, I really wanted to be Kenosha, you know what I'm saying? So I thought of you and put you in there. So I'm assuming this is the Oshkosh game. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So it was... I really didn't realize what I did until I was going to score. So like I was just coming down. I think I got the ball like half court and I took a couple dribbles and I was just like in momentum. Uh -huh. And I did, I don't even know what dribble move I did. It was just like a one-two move. Uh -huh. And then I don't know how he ended up, how he ended up. Like, it was just so quick, maybe he wasn't ready for it. That was super quick, bro. It happened fast and I looked at the highlight tape and I'm like, this dude was like, almost on his back too. Yeah. Like he stumbled and like had to use his back arm to like keep him up on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I didn't intentionally do that, but that's how it happens. You were a dog for that, bro. Like as soon as like that intro first dropped, everyone kept saying, dang, why did he do him like that? Why did he do him like that? <laughs> so we usually get our, our film, I don't know, maybe a day or two after we play the game. So we had this little system called Huddle where basically you can watch the entire game or watch clips, highlights, whatever you want to see. And I, I always watch the games, you know, maybe a day or two after we play, before we play the next game, just because I want to like highlight some things and see maybe I could have did this better. Maybe I didn't do a good job of this and just pretty much critique myself and also my teammates, like what could I have done to help that person? Yeah. And I was watching that game, I'm like, whoa, I made him do that? No, like, I didn't even realize it because after I did it, I was already passed up and I was going up for a layup after that. So yeah. it's like, okay, you see some things you don't see on film mm -hmm. after the fact, but when you're moving at kind of the speed that I move, you don't really realize what's going on in the moment. <laughs> A speed game out there. Can you tell us a little bit about what you missed the most from college basketball? 
Man, really just the, the experience, man. You know, I, I had the privilege to, you know, go to two Final Fours, two national championships. You know, we made the tournament every single year. You know, we were deep in the you know, conference tournament. You know, it was some, some good teams in our, our conference that we battled with. So just really the experience, man, just being able to play in front of fans. Because now, I mean, now fans are coming back to, like, the NBA. You know, there's there were some fans in college for, like, I guess the tournament, but it was like limited capacity. So it's like just being able to play in front of a, a packed environment, having fun, just stress-free. Like you're playing basketball. Like we look at at it in perspective that you know there's a lot of people out here that are you know, going through some things that they're actually worried about. Like people are worried about their next meal, yeah. you know, what they're gonna do for this bill or that bill, and. You know, we're out there playing basketball, so it was like I never was stressed. Like people were like, "Oh, well, you hit the game-winning shot um, to win the national championship." And I'm like, "Well, make or miss. Like, how much different was my life gonna be after the fact? Like, I was still gonna be able to do what I wanted to do or pick what I wanted to do." It's like some people just don't have that privilege. So mm -hmm. it's like it's a sport. Like I was having fun with it while I was playing, so I never looked at it like. Oh, I'm stressed out because I'm missing shots and this thing. Like it's it's a game. Like, oh, yeah. it's yeah. gonna happen. No one's perfect. Like that's the thing about sports. Like yeah, you can have a perfect game, but how rare is that gonna happen? Who does that on a consistent basis? Like you're gonna have mistakes. Listen. So more so worry about what you can control. Mm -hmm. So if you're gonna make mistakes, that's fine. Just move on to the next play. Don't dwell on it. That was my kind of initiative. Like I never was worried about something for too long. Like in basketball, it's next play. Like yeah. you turn it over in the first quarter, it should be gone out of your memory the next play. Like, all right, I'm gonna focus on not trying to do that mistake again. As in perspective, we can take that over in life. Yeah. So you do something once, like, you know, if someone gets in trouble and they end up having to go to jail, that time that you get is the lesson. You should yeah. learn. You should learn from it. You know, and it's it's those type of things that you know you just grow from. So yeah. Yeah. I, I treated basketball the same way. Yeah, it's crazy that you said that. Cause I remember listening to um, Gucci Mane talk about um, his time in prison. He was like, "I'm just thankful that they gave me something that I can manage. You know, I can still recover from this. I can still learn and use this time to really invest in myself. You know, what I'm saying before I can go back to the world." So I definitely. That, huh? Yeah, and, uh, you know, Guwa's my favorite rapper, so, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's huge, man. Yes, yeah. that's, that's real. That's why I had to throw that in there, too, I know, you know what I'm saying? You got to know your guests, you know what I'm saying? You got to know what they like, who they like, and all that stuff <laughs> as well, too. So since we are talking about sports, um, obviously this is a sports-related topic. The whole Tommy Brown ordeal, you know what I'm saying? Like, do, do you see both sides of the fence? Like, do you see, like, right and wrong with, like, what he says and stuff like that as well, too? So... I guess in detail, what are, what are you talking about as far as what like, they my, my favorite thing that he said was when they, when they were talking about him being a bust, you know what I'm saying? He was like, dude, that was 20 years ago, you know what I'm saying? I, granted, I stayed in the league 12 years, you know what I'm saying? So I don't consider that to be a bust. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to take this back to you know, perspective just because, I mean, what do you consider a bust? Like, all right, we have a lot of players that are in that same you know, position or shoes, like they didn't pan out to be what the world expected them to be. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, if you're a number one pick, you have all these barriers and expectations put on you immediately before mm -hmm. you even play your first professional game, just because you had so much hype coming into the draft and you're the number one pick, so you're supposed to average 20 your first year and be on a winning team, but that's yeah. not how it works. Unfortunately, you know, if you're becoming the number one pick, you're going to probably the worst team. 
Yeah. So it's like, all right, now you're in a transition period from making that team the worst team to making them somewhat of a contender in the playoffs. All right, now during that time of making that team a contender, you also have to perform yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, injuries play a huge factor in that. You know, Kwame had some injuries as well. And, you know, there's a lot of players that go through that. You know, it's not all glamorous as people think it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's definitely not as sweet, but those expectations are heavy. Yeah. You know, you've got to try to perform. Um, people can say he's a bust, but then again, at the end of the day, he's, his family's taken care of. Yeah. That's, that's what matters, you know? Yeah. It's like, all right, basketball is one thing, but what is the main purpose of you doing this? Like, exactly. you were good at some point, good enough to get you to this point to make millions of dollars, you're set for life. Like, all right, anybody can call you whatever they want to, but yeah. and you're in an entirely different situation than what you came into. Yeah, and I say this all the time too, like, across all sports, like, how often do we see someone go to a situation that's really not the best for them, you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at what you said, like they grabbed him with the intent to trade him for Elton Brand, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, he was 18, 17, 18, going to Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. I mean, you going with, with Mike, Michael Jordan, yeah, still yeah, gonna yeah. expect that greatness from you. And if you can't bring that, it's gonna look like, all right, well, he's not exceeding those expectations that we once had mm -hmm. as the number one pick, so. I mean, it, it all works out its its way, but you know, it's interesting how you know he's going off on YouTube and everything about the situation. Yeah. Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. <laughs> I've, I've caught some of it, and you know, he was talking about Mama's cooking and all that. So it's funny. Sprinkles <laughs> of Mama's cooking on him, boys. Huh? He, he's a character. Man. Yeah, I, I'm glad he's actually coming out and speaking up about it. And, and that's the thing too. Is like I, I was I forgot who I was telling this, but it's like when they were talking about him, they were probably thinking he he was not like at, in a state of mind that he is. You know what I'm saying? They probably think, oh, he's this many years removed from the game. He's a bust. He's probably like depressed. You know what I'm saying? So they thought they were talking down to like someone who wouldn't be able to clap back at them the way he did. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing because like no one really heard Kwame talk about anything until they you know. I mean, I've heard them speak about Kwame on certain occasions, and it's like, all right, you can throw a couple shots in there. I don't care. You know, this is a grown man. He, yeah. He doesn't. He's not bothered by that. But if you continuously do it and like expect him not to say something, then now that he's talking, now it's like, oh, he's actually awake and alive and is paying attention to what we're saying about him. Yeah. And he's coming back. So now they're they're getting what they're asked for. Yeah. So it's it's. It's always funny, I'm like when you wake a giant up like that, then all of a sudden it's, oh no, we're sorry, or well, look at him now, he's angry. like, what? Nah. Like, that's the media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the media, and that's how you know it works on both sides. You know, they they gotta make a story. Yeah, exactly. So, and my thing is too, you know, what I'm saying. Obviously, they made it to the league. I've never made it to the league. But Steven Jackson was like one to two players away from not even being drafted at all. Matt Barnes is like coming at him as if he was just some dog or superstar out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy just because, I mean, you know, Jack had his own path there and, you know, he had to you know, take a crazy route on Matt Barnes also, but, you know, it, it happens, man. Yeah. What did Drake say? He said, bench players sound like stars. I hate it. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. It, it happens. Yeah. You know, it's, it's people with these uh, these expectations about these players. And, you know, apparently if you're, you're a starter, 
you know, you got more seniority than someone on the bench, which is, yeah. which is true, but at the end of the day, they're all getting paid. Yeah, I'm just glad I got someone of your stature to talk about this with, too, you know what I'm saying? Someone who's, like, been there and done it, you know what I'm saying, and can relate to it and give, like, a cognizant, like, opinion of, of the situation as well, too, so. Yeah, definitely. So what's up with NBA playoffs you been watching? I'm tuned in, man. Yeah, because I definitely got a slate that I would like to talk about. You know what I'm I, I definitely want to start off with the Knicks and Hawks. That series, they're tied up at 1-1. One one. Um, the Knicks are playing amazing, you know what I'm saying? Julius Randle coming off his best year ever, you know what I'm saying? Most improved, you know? He earned it. Vintage D-Rose, you know? They, they got some pieces, you know what I'm saying? What's up with that series? It's great seeing D-Rose still uh, compete at a high level, although he's not as athletic as we once know him to be. You know, uh, dunking all the time, being above the rim, but he's still getting it done without yeah. doing that. And, it, and he looks like he's in great shape. So I'm happy for D-Rose and his, you know, continuance of being able to play. Mm -hmm. The Knicks are looking decent. Uh, the Garden was booming the last couple games, yeah. and that's that's a good environment to to be in. It looks like I'm still leaning on the Hawks. Yeah. I, I think the Hawks are young. They're they have a little more offensive polish. They have more shooting, and I think they have a better big man as well for you know the bounds and blocks. So I mean, I, I, Trey Young is just gonna gonna lead that team probably to you know I think they leave Atlanta up three one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So obviously you got the Hawks taking that series. Yeah. Okay. Let's transition over to the Clippers and Maverick. Now, before we even talk about that, where did the name Playoff P even come from? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know who, <laughs> who gave him that name because I don't remember ever hearing him call that. So when did that come about? I don't know. And I don't, I don't really recall either. And I, I wish it was never a thing because now as we go, go back to these expectations, people are expecting him to be Indiana Paul George mm -hmm. when he was you know, going at LeBron when he was in Miami. I mean, he had a pretty devastating leg injury and he's not the same player as he was then. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, playoff P is, I don't know who gave it to him, but we should take it back. Hey, why somebody say pandemic P? <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as far as in that series, I, I have to go back and just kind of reiterate what I said. So on my podcast, maybe about a week ago, uh, it might have been two weeks, I, I mentioned that I had the Clippers making it pretty far in the Western Conference. Oh, no, I was like, those words, huh? uh, It's only two. I'm eating those words. Yes. Okay. The way I, the way Luca's playing and Dallas is playing, I don't think the Clippers have a chance to win that series. Are they gonna get swept? I think they can get one in LA. Okay. I don't think they win back to back. No. I don't know. I don't know how strong the not LA actually they're in Dallas. Yeah. Who had the force? I don't know who was playing at home or away. Were they in Dallas? Yeah, Dallas. They were in Dallas. So they're in LA now. I don't know. I don't think they get two. Yeah. I think they go down 3-1 going back and then, to Dallas. Yeah. So. And there's just like a lot of holes in that team though, you know what I'm saying? Obviously Kawhi is Kawhi, you know? But you got you got this vicious dog in Pat Beverly. It's like, he's looking like a house cat, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Luke is a problem. Yeah. He's a problem. And yeah, he's talking good trash too, so he doesn't care who's on him, who's guarding him. He's trying to go at Paul George, Kawhi, Pat, Bev, like you don't have an answer for that guy and he makes the right play. Yeah. He's gonna pass when he pass. He's still putting up 30 plus over seven assists. I mean, I don't think offense is the problem for the Clippers just because Kawhi can score any time. Mm -hmm. Pandemic P, he, he, he can get a bucket, you know, pretty much whenever he wants as well. 
But I think their problem is more so getting the stops on the defense. Mm. Dallas can shoot it well. They have a good bench. KP is uh, back. He's still playing. Yeah. I think he's pretty healthy now. You know, you got seven three center that's out there shooting. Chris 30, 30, 35 footers. Like yeah. I was worried about him when he went there too. You know, because like when he went there, it was injury after injury. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I don't think he's gonna be the player he was when he was with Nick, but. He's making me eat those words now. Yeah, so I, I just think it's defense. I don't think they have an answer for Luka, yeah. his playmaking. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that as well, too. Now, this series right here, I'm eating my words on this because I gave Celtics so much credit. And granted, it's only 2-0, but I gave the Celtics so much credit. I was like, they're a team full of young dogs, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, Jalen Brown went down a couple games leading into the playoffs, too. I was like, oh, that's, that's a huge devastation for them right yeah, that definitely makes a difference. Um, I don't think they would have won the series with Jalen Brown, but mm -hmm. it would have been more competitive for sure. Yeah. I mean, they were down, I want to say they were down double digits in the first half for yeah. both games. I probably believe that's going to be the case again tonight, although they're in Boston. I think Kyrie has more of a reason to go off mm -hmm. because he's coming from Boston. Um, that's going to be a sweep. Yeah. What? Okay, okay, call it. I mean, the Nets are just, they're too much. James, yeah. James Harden's back, he's healthy. Durant's obviously a problem in the playoffs. He's yeah. a problem at any time. Kyrie's yeah. a bucket. They, they, thought, they have good role players around. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to do it. Who'd have thought that we would see Blake Griffin? Like, not saying returning to himself, but you know what I'm Out there doing something, you know? He's, he's uh, contributing. Yeah. Sure. Obviously, him in Detroit was not the best situation, mm -hmm. and he was also injured there as well. So I don't, I don't think that was the best situation for him coming out of uh, the Clippers. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's healthy again. He's playing better, and they're, they're, they're doing well. Yeah, definitely. I definitely got the Nets taking that as well too. Then we'll go over to the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Bunch of young studs there going at it. So before Donovan Mitchell came back, I was pretty concerned. I'm like, okay, well, without him, they kind of have a little closure on defense. They don't have to worry about a guard like Mitchell that can get his own shot, <laughs> that can, you know, score at will, that can defend the elite guards. You know, it's uh, it's a good situation for the Jazz now that he's back. The Grizzlies, they're competitive. John Morant's been playing great. And it's more so, you know, the big man in the middle. You know, yeah. Gobert is challenging everything at the rim, so they can't come finish easy. That's what they're used to That's doing. a great rim protector right there. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, 7-2 seven, seven with a, like, 7-10 wingspan, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. 8 feet. Like, nah. There was talks about him being soft. I was like, I, I never saw it. Like, he's getting Maybe early on, but then after that, he just became a beast, you know? Yeah, I think it's more so like the, the mentality. Like a lot of people thought they could just kind of like bully and push him around, like talk to him crazy. And I mean, you probably can depending yeah. on who you are. But <laughs> then again, like he's standing in front of the rim most of the time. And like you're not going to come finish over him. Yeah. You're not ducking on him. <laughs> it's, it's sad. Man. Yeah. Man. I have no stake in this game. I'm just going to pick the Jazz just because I like spider -Man. I agree. The Jazz play a good brand of basketball. They share the ball. The spacing is incredible. Definitely one of my favorite offenses to watch. Yeah, I like that. So we got Jazz there. Let's let's take it to our hometown, our home state of Wisconsin. Exactly. But the, what are they doing to the Heat, my dog? Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's tonight. No, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, they're already up three up. So yeah. 
That's gonna be crazy, bro. What's up with the Heat? What, what happened? I, I, I'm not sure. I felt like they were playing good basketball going into the playoffs, and then once the playoffs hit, they just kind of like slumped out. Mm-hmm. You know, the production doesn't seem the same from from them. Yeah. I feel like Bam Adebayo is struggling uh, against the Bucks, and he's a big focal point on that team. He Usually is. He's yeah. somewhere between that, you know, 13 to 20 point range in the game, and. In game one, he shot pretty bad from the field. Oh my God! It's, it's uh, if we're gonna talk about him shooting bad from the field, we definitely have to talk about Giannis. He has to get his free throw game right. Cause what was it? He was six for thirteen that first game. Yeah. You know, and it, like, like obviously this is just the first first series, but you don't want to do that in the playoffs. You, know? you don't want to be missing field goals on stretch, especially if you're trying to go to the conference finals. Finals. Man, that's something. So. Yeah. The shooting from the free throw line, I don't think that's a. Uh, that's something that needs to be tightened up, especially for playoffs. Yes. It comes to a point where, obviously, he's a, a really good guy in the paint. As soon as he gets to the paint, people are going to start following and wrapping him up and just like, okay, well, we, we saved from getting an and one. Yeah. Now, shoot those two free throws. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, we'll take the chances with that. We'll put someone in to give up a foul that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And now you got to make free throws instead of two or three points, you only get it maybe more yeah. or none. So that makes a difference over the course of I said it. that that first series, but man, man you can get away with it, that good. Bucks aren't gonna do anything, you know, which I don't think they're gonna do anything anyway, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen at home, anyway, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen at home, I can't really talk, I'm a Bulls fan, but I'm still a spectator, oh, a fan of the sport, you know? I, I can't agree just because I'm, I'm a Spurs fan and we were we were in the playoff play-in games and we, we didn't get in, so we're rebuilding. Yeah. So, yeah. Still a fan of the sport, so I can talk about it. Talk about Spectator is still a fan of the sport, so I can talk about it. Talk about it. But yeah, the Bucks are obviously getting past them. What's up with the Nuggets and Blazers, man? One. Are you sure? Yeah. Blazers won game one. Oh, wow. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> what? I thought it was too old. Blazers won game one, and then, uh, the Nuggets came back and won game two. And, uh, the Nuggets came back and won. So I didn't look stupid later. Correct me, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't look stupid later. I'm, I'm going with the Blazers on that just because the Nuggets are without Murray, correct? He's yep. Yeah, he's done. Against that, I'm going with the Nuggets just because uh, the Joker, he's playing some good basketball. He has a front-runner case for MVP. Good basketball, he has, he has not missed a game all season. He's playing his best basketball of his career. I think he's going to take them. All of his career, I think he's going to take them. I hope they do not give the MVP to Curry. I think Jokic does deserve it as well too. Yeah. So you think you think the um, Nuggets will win that? Uh, CJ are playing pretty well too, but it's mm-hmm. going to take more than just them. I think they they can be kind of contained. I think they they can be kind of contained shooting. Contained, but then again, it depends on what your other teammates are doing as well. Mm-hmm. So they can both have thirty. But what is the bench unit doing? What are the other starters doing? Yeah. You know, Joker's out there causing double teams. He's passing. He's giving up, you know, obviously points for assists sometimes. Yeah. He's a great passer, so. Michael assists sometimes. Yeah. He's a great passer, so. Michael Porter Jr., he's playing well. I think I just think they're a better brand of team basketball. And that's okay. how you win in the okay. playoffs. Like I said, I'm glad I got someone of your stature who I can go back and forth <laughs> with about stuff like this as well. All right. Now let's take it to LA, you know what I'm saying? 1-1, Phoenix, one, game one. Because, might I add, the Lakers do not look healthy. LeBron, might I add, 
the Lakers do not look healthy. LeBron does not look healthy, you know. AD always plays, like, not healthy as well, too. Uh, I think the Lakers just finish it out at this point. What? Yeah. Don't, no more wins for Phoenix? Man, it looks, I mean, game one, Phoenix played tremendous. They looks, I mean, game one, Phoenix played tremendous. They made every shot they were supposed to make. You know, they kind of contained uh, Anthony Davis. You know, he had 13 points, you know, shooting pretty bad, less than 40% from the field. They had his number. Less than 40% from the field. They had his number. He's alive. You know, game two, they came out with more energy. Game three, they just, I think he had like 30-something points last night. When he's alive, that team is just, the energy is just different. Mm -hmm. Everyone else buys in. LeBron is LeBron. He's going to get his regardless. And I think they just continue to do that the rest of the series. I think they just continue to do that the rest of the series. Dominate this team. They're bigger than them. More, more experienced. Chris Paul is kind of hurt now, again, every, I mean, for every playoff season, you know, he has some type of injury, unfortunately. Yeah. But I just think that, uh, injury, unfortunately. Yeah. But I just think that, uh, I got money riding on this, but, like, one of my biggest hackers, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, for your sake, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about this one. I, I, I think it's going to be sweet. Yeah, that's a sweet one. Six, Sixers are a great team. They were the number one in the East. They are playing their best brand of basketball, they're healthy. Ben Simmons looked like a whole nother animal this year. He's been balling, man. Yeah. He's, he's been playing well also. Uh, I do want to see him get you know, a consistent jump shot. I think that would take his game to the next level. Mm -hmm. But I mean, other, overall, they're playing great. Yeah, I don't know what um, Muscle's problem is. It just seems like, I don't know. It's hard to see him really gel with people and just like stay consistent at winning, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he has got to be talking to the dog, he just fails to execute. So it's tough for, you know, I guess the groups that you get placed into in the NBA, like he was with the Thunder after, you know, James left, KD left, and he made that team a playoff team still. Yeah. He still got triple-double average. Like, he can just by himself put up some crazy numbers that'll give his team a chance to compete. Yeah. Obviously, it's different in the regular season than it is in the playoffs. Now he has, you know, Bradley Beal, that's a little help, but I think that team overall is just not, yeah, they're, they're, not they're not ready. You know, they're, they're kind of young still, they're developing. I think he's helping mold those guys to you know, becoming better players and teammates. But overall, the organization, I don't think they're, they're ready to take that next step. So we could see them in a similar spot next year, if not a better position as far as the playoffs. I could see them as maybe like a six to eight seed somewhere in that range yeah um man yeah so i definitely have the 76 you're taking that if you had to say who do you think is running with it all this year personally i think the nets the, i'm just super excited because i said that like at the, before the season started i was like i think the nets have the possibility to take it all you know and granted we i didn't know that the lakers were gonna go i'm not saying they're going downhill but have like an injury issues that they have, the lingering yeah. injuries that they have, you know what I'm saying? I definitely think that if they make it to the Lakers, the Nets are just going to be too much for them, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's unique situation. So if the Lakers end up playing the Nets, I think it's like, all right, so the the Lakers have the advantage in the paint. Mm -hmm. You know, they got Anthony Davis, they got Andre Drummond, LeBron's, you know, LeBron, he's going to get in the paint whenever he wants to as well. You know, they have the size advantage, but 
I feel like the Nets have the scoring advantage. And the way the game is played now, it's not like, let's see which team can get the most stops. Mm -hmm. I feel like today's NBA game is let's see which team can score the most points. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, I see the Lakers struggling to score at times. Like if Anthony Davis doesn't have the ball, if LeBron's not hitting shots, now it's like, who's going to be that next guy? Mm -hmm. For the Nets, they have multiple guys that can fill it up, you know? So I think that's the, the difference between, I mean, defense is obviously the, the common denominator between winning. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a blend of who can outscore who, but who can also defend. And it's going to be hard to stop all three of them at the same time. Exactly. It, it's crazy just KD's like shot, you know, he can get off his shot how he wants, when he wants, you know what I'm saying? And with him being so tall and his wings, he's just a, a whole other animal out there, you know? That's the thing, it's just like, he can get his own shot at any time. Kyrie, he can do the same thing. James Harden, we know what he's capable of. Then you got good role players around him. Like yeah. Jeff Green, he's good on a good forward. He can shoot the three, he can drive, he can you know, dunk. He can do all the things you need him to do. Yeah. Uh, Joe Harris, sharp Joe, shooting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like they got good players surrounded by good superstars. Yeah, definitely. And then you never know what you're going to get out of Blake Griffin. That boy might turn the clock, you know, like he might see, oh, we're in the finals, what? Let's go. I haven't sniffed the finals before, you know. I forgot about Blake. See, like he's still in the mix too. Like, you know, yeah. they're going to have him down there trying to bang with AD and Drummond. So yeah. I think they win in the, you know, the scoring range but as far as the paint. And Andre Drummond's not going to be posting up anyway. He's going to be down there tipping in, catching alley oops, and yeah. you know getting dunks. But you know, as far as post up, face up, it's going to mm -hmm. be Anthony Davis versus whoever they put on. Yeah, so, and they're going to throw different looks at him as well too. You know what I'm saying? Catch him off guard, try to confuse him as well too. Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say like next, next in six. Next in six? six. Okay. Another question: How far can you see the Bucks going? You know. So, it really depends on Giannis. I feel like if Giannis takes them, you know, the, the way he's supposed to, if he can, you know, break that wall down and they try to put up to surround him from stopping, you know, getting into the paint, I think he could, you know, get it into the paint. I think he could probably push, I think they have to play the next next. Yeah. So, therefore, I would take back my statement and say, second round, they're going to be down to the next. Yeah. What? But everyone said, Giannis is just unstoppable this year. No one's messing with them this year. You know? Chris Middleton is looking good this series. You know? like so, so in the season, I think they swept the Nets or they have the advantage in winning, but the season obviously is different than the playoffs. So, you know, health, health concerns, someone could be sitting out. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a different game. It's a different strategy. Like you have multiple days to prepare for that too. Mm -hmm. Big facts. Big facts. Well, man, we covered it all, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely thankful for you coming to the show here. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely thankful for you coming to the show here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm definitely. Depends on the time, let me know. Yeah. Put it in the schedule, man. It depends on the time, let me know. Yeah. Put it one in person, you know what I'm saying? When we did our visual one too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was like, dude, it, it just feels different when you got your guests right here. You know it's, it's, it's a different energy. Yeah, sure. you get to laugh yeah. and joke, put them in something like that as well too, you know what I'm saying? Me, I have two dogs, so it's hard for me to record at my house because like, like my dog won't sit still for nothing. You know?
I could, I could imagine. Yeah, I remember telling him, like, oh, excuse me, dude, my dog's in here acting wild. I got a puppy, too. I was like, man, it'd be hard. So I was like, anytime I can get in person, I'm definitely down for in person, bro. Yeah, I'm glad I could uh, pull up and make it happen. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming out line for line, my guy. No problem. You calling, are you listening? Tune in every week. Line for line. Oh, yeah, I'm going line for line.